Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No, good enough. Hello and welcome to the first Burpee Nation of 2023. I'm Adam Gorey. Lindsay is off today, but joining me instead, you probably have recognized him from previous episodes. It's our good friend, Eric. Eric, what's up, man? What's going on, Adam? Thanks for joining me and the podcast here. You uh, are basically like the third co-host at this point. I feel like you've been on (laughs) enough episodes. Uh, So uh, unfortunately, Lindsay was unable to run it all this weekend. I was only able to run Sunday, but you ran Saturday and Sunday, hence your presence on the podcast. So tell me... (laughs) Oh boy! <laughs> tell me how your weekend started. No, uh, so we'll we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about Saturday first, I guess, because that was a super. We'll talk about Sunday. We'll talk about a few maybe minor differences to previous years because I know, uh, and you can also speak to this. Tri-state for the most part, the last few years has been pretty similar. They haven't changed much, um, yeah. but there were a few things new this year. Um, so yeah, let's let's jump right into Saturday. Talk about the super. I know one thing uh, that you sent me that I actually didn't even know about until you sent it to me was the new like start line situation. Yep. Yeah. So that's uh, Armageddon. Um, <clears throat> I think they did it first in in Jacksonville, but apparently that that is the new start line. So it will be at uh, every race. So basically, it's it's a barbed wire crawl to even enter the corral and, and they put you know they make it extra muddy they throw random things in there hay bales whatever um I and you still that, you still do the wall too right yeah you still have to climb over the wall i think yeah. our wall was before right or was it after i can't remember it was before yeah it was before and then the barbed wire crawl was up a hill yes it wasn't super, I mean, maybe maybe Saturday was different, but Sunday was not super low. Like I was able to get through kind of crouching, crouching tiger, hidden dragon, I guess, uh, like crouching down and like maybe putting my hands down, but I didn't have to like crawl. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have to crawl, but I I went more towards like the side. That's uh, what I did as well. Yeah. More, the more safer route to go. <laughs> I All right, so let's let's talk about this because what are your thoughts on that? I don't know why they did it. I don't know if you know either, but I mean, I think it's, you know, last year when, when they announced, you know, no burpees for, for the competitive heats, you know, people were like, Oh, you know, Spartans getting soft. So I feel like this was their, their response to, you know, their mantra of, you know, do tough shit or whatever. And uh, to me, it's not, it's not tough. It's, it's actually uh, annoying. I was going to say the same thing. I'm like, I'm like there's more... a difference between something being tough and something being annoying. Like, this is just a nuisance. Yeah, it's like doing um, annoying shit. Yeah, like, it doesn't really serve any purpose. Um, and especially for competitive, you know, you just did your warm-up, and then you're going to go trudge through this uh, this mud or whatever, and then you stand there for, like, 10 minutes, and now you're just, like, caked in mud, and you're freezing because yep. you're, you're not actually racing yet. So Not unless you do what I did on Sunday which was show up right before the start. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was I was getting kind of nervous. I, I mean, I knew he was here. He parked right next to me, and he, Justin's about to send us off. He's about to do the whole short version of the speech, and I turn around, like, Adam's not even here. I'm, like, walking up the hill, and I hear, like, <laughs> the race director talking about, like, you know, I forget what he was talking about, probably just how muddy the course was or whatever, and I was like, ah, I can still take my time. I don't hear the ruse yet. I'll be all right. <laughs> Just about though. Well, because you, you know, you had told me Saturday that's what you, you know, and Saturday I believe you had like it rained the whole time for you, right? Basically, rain. Yeah, I mean, obviously down heavy downpour, uh, like the few hours before, so it was it was a mess when we when we got there, but it was a steady, steady rain. Yeah. Uh, so like I tried to learn a little bit from what you encountered on Saturday, which was like I was like, look, I'm gonna warm up, I'm gonna like, you know get my shit together. I'm going to bag check. And then hopefully I'll go right through and only have to stand there for like a minute. And, uh, kind of was even run. It's funny. Cause I was even running a little behind the time that I wanted to, but I was trying not to panic, but I will say that when I got to you at the start line and he was like literally doing his whole speech to get ready to send us off, I was like, I did just do that wall and this little barbed wire thing, which was up a hill. So like, even though the barbed wire thing wasn't that bad, I was still going up a hill. I was like, my heart rate's probably a little higher than it should be right now. Just about to go off at the start line. So if you want to avoid now, if, if it's like a warmer, drier race, I think you're probably okay. Like getting there normal time, but if it's going to be wet or cold and you don't want to stand there, maybe try to time it a little bit, but that, you know what? There are times where like Spartan kind of, sends you off not not on time like a couple minutes late or something but i'll tell you mm-hmm. what sunday at least i don't know how saturday was but sunday like it was like 8 30 on the dot yeah. if not if not a little earlier so tell me about how the course was saturday because you were 8 30 so there was what one two three four waves that went before you at least yeah i mean usually even if it's if it's bad weather you know it's not too too bad when competitive goes through like it's pretty you know runnable manageable course but it was it was a mess from the- we've done we've both done wet races as and a matter of fact most of them have occurred at tri-state i yeah. feel like most of the time tri-state does not have good weather i think yeah i think i remember tri-state the ultra last year in in the spring that was like the only time where it was like sunny mild dry it's, it's something about this venue it's always yeah we you know we we didn't do a podcast on it but we were there just in october and it you know you guys did the ultra and it poured probably the first like hour of your ultra i think because then when i ran the beast after i don't think it was still raining but it it was the damage had kind of been done but you know what to your point uh i remember like it, it did rain like most of that morning it rained when you guys went off right and when i got out on the beast course it was in fine condition Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for some reason, the super when you went was already a, a shit show. Yeah, it was very sketchy. Most of most of the course, like a, a lot of it, I don't feel you could really run like you normally would. Uh, you really had to watch where you were stepping. Otherwise, you were going to be slipping and sliding. And, and this is a um, technical course, you know, so there's there's lots of rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you want to be careful. Um, if you're going to go down, you know, where, where you actually land. And there's like a lot of downhills and, you know, um, Palmerton has something similar sometimes too, where like some of the downhills are out on the ski slopes. And so that's grass, 
but I don't know how Saturday was Sunday. Those that those normally just grassy areas were still just like a mud pie. Like there was no traction whatsoever. Yeah. It didn't matter what shoes you had, like pretty, general consensus with everyone. Like there was just not that much grip out there. Yeah. And if you're saying, you know, to yourself, I don't know, my shoes held up pretty well. You probably may have not been going fast enough. <laughs> if you like, if you take your time down some of those, it's not too bad, but if you're trying to like sprint down them, you know, I didn't fall, but there were a couple of times where I had to catch myself from mm-hmm. falling. I know that for sure. Um, how was the super course? I'm curious. How was the super course? Because uh, we'll talk about the sprint course compared to previous years. How was the super course compared to previous years as far as design, obstacle placement, setup, all that kind of stuff? It felt a little different than last year, uh, like the obstacle placement. There were uh, a couple segments where it felt like it was they were more spaced out than they were in the past. Um, they did mix up a couple of the uphills that we didn't go up before. So that was hmm. probably would have liked it if it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't uh, a trash course. Um, <laughs> right, right. But it was, it was a nice surprise. Like after Atlas carry, I think it was, it was on the sprint too. Um, normally we would cut across to yes. where the old sandbag was, but instead they took us right and we went up through some, some trees. Um, there was another part too, when we went up to Olympus, um, normally we come out of the woods and we take a right and then we go uphill, but somehow we came out the other side and we took a left and went hmm. up the hill. So somewhere along the lines, I feel like we went backwards of part of the old course, which is, which is nice to mix it up. Yeah. You know, and I was, I was going to say, cause I feel like last year, Lindsay and I talked a lot about, uh, some of Spartan courses being very similar or repetitive or especially with the obstacles, um, I know this year there's the new spear throw. Uh, what do you think of the new spear throw? Cause I, I thought it was a nice little challenge. I think it was lower than typical, right? Like it was on the ground instead of like up on a pedestal. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, I mean, I was zero for two this weekend, so I'm like, <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm not a fan as of right now, but, uh, I was on the struggle bus all, all weekend. So. You know, but do you like that they changed that, or did you like the old school uh, spear throw? Probably had better success with the old one, so we're gonna go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. They're trying to make it. They're trying to make some changes, so it's not the exact same year to year. Interesting that they picked spear to to do that because it's right. that's kind of a that's already a hard obstacle for it's like a hard it's, obstacle and it's it's a it's a touchy obstacle when what depending on who you talk to some people love that it's in ocr other people think that it's just uh yeah a luck obstacle. polarizing yeah so it's interesting that they picked that one that i guess you could say it's kind of controversial then made it even harder yeah and like it's you know it's literally hit or miss you know some people um don't have an issue with it some people it's literally like sometimes they hit it sometimes they don't there's no rhyme or reason like sometimes they have it sometimes they don't um i and everybody's different luckily i have found a way where like i just found something that really works for me i don't know why but you ever see the patriot the movie the patriot no sir eric (laughs) you live in the north the new england states and you've never seen the patriot 
Doesn't mean anything. Although I don't know if that even takes place in New England. It might be further south. I forget. But anyway, there's a, a thing Mel Gibson teaches his kid. He, he's like teaching him how to shoot. And he was like, aim small, miss small. And that's what he taught his kid. So literally every time I'm about to throw the spear, I think in my head, aim small, miss small. So I like aim for the smallest little piece of straw. And like, that's what I aim for. And somehow that works for me. Might not work for everybody, but hey, if you guys want to try it, give it a shot. Uh, but I agree with you. Like, it is what it is, I guess, at this point. But I might have maybe tried to make a different obstacle harder. <laughs> like Helix or, uh, I mean, like ropes are already pretty hard. I'm trying to think, like, what do you think they could have done that would be more difficult? I, I I would like them to come up with something like completely new. You know, the last brand new yeah. obstacle was what the box mm, pipe layer, pipe layer maybe or <laughs> healing. Rather than just, that year, rather than just take what I mean again, it's probably you know cost efficient to take what you already have and just totally modify because you know there Z wall now has like the, the bars at the end, but it's it's still Z wall, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like when they do like Twister, Monkey, Twister, or vice versa, Monkey, Twister, Monkey. That would be kind of cool. Um, you know, one thing that I will say is, and this is something they usually change, and I don't know if they didn't change this because of the weather and they just couldn't get out there to change the course. I know you and I kind of talked about that Saturday night. The rig on Sunday, they kept the pipe in. It wasn't just all rings. Which last year, I don't think I ever saw a sprint without just rings. Well, last year, like toward the, the back half of the year, uh, the rigs were all standardized. They were rings, uh, all rings, regardless of distance. Oh. Yeah, so even at, uh, at Killington, uh, the, the rig was all rings, if I recall. Or the, the later races were definitely all, ring, all rings. Well, I'm glad they like changed it up a little bit. Yeah, I was actually surprised to see the bar. Um, yeah, I was too. there because makes it different. Yeah, and like, um, you know, and I think Lindsay and I probably have talked about this like last year and stuff. Like, it's nice that they're they're making the sprints a little harder. You know what I mean? I think they kind of got into that like, oh, we're gonna make the sprints really easy because it's super beginner friendly and all that other stuff. But eventually people don't want like easy, you know what I mean? They come to do a Spartan race to be challenged. So, uh, you know, I like the little addition to Z wall. If I can make one request, if somebody from Spartan is listening at tri-state New Jersey, please stop putting Z wall on a hill <laughs> because there's always one side of it. That is like, you feel like you're defying gravity, just trying to get across. That would be the side that I chose. <laughs> I, I as well. I don't think it mattered though. This no, no, this 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 time around, it seemed like it was the slant was more extreme. Yeah, and more. I don't know if it's because of the mud and the wetness or or what, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the the holes are probably less grippy to begin with, so that didn't help. Yeah, but in the past, I felt like you could at least figure left versus right. There was one that was easier to to kind of go against the, the hill with this one. I tried both ways. <laughs> I did. I did too. And like, I, so that was the, literally, I think the first time I ever failed Z wall was on Sunday. And, um, yeah, like I, same thing, like I got halfway through and I, I was probably one hold away from being able to reach the corner to safety. And like, I just, I, I couldn't do it. Like mm -hmm. I just, 
it, it was too much. And so I was like, all right, I got to run this penalty loop, but let me just, you know, lose an extra 10 seconds here and see if I could have made it on the other side. And the other side was worse. Like I got two holds in from the start and I was, I was off. And you and I have always talked about this at Tri-State. It's always in the same spot. It's always on a little bit of a, a slant and it's always a little extra challenging because of that. But because of the weather, it made it like not impossible because people did pass it, but it made it extra difficult for people, uh, especially if you're not, uh, now you, I'm a, not surprised, but like you have a little bit of an advantage when it's wet because you can reach a little further, mm -hmm. but at the same time, Z wall, it, it's kind of weird. Cause Z wall for taller people is usually harder because you're kind of like bunched up. Yeah. Yeah. Instead that's of being able to like spread out. Yeah. It's, it's not a, it's beneficial to be tall when you're going around the corners. Yeah. That, Correct. That, that part, but the actual, if you, the, if you the made it, segment. yeah, like. If I was, if I had like an extra little longer bit of an arm, I probably would have been okay. It was like, it was really hard to stop myself too from like, not, <laughs> I, I don't know if I like that they have the, remember they, when they used to not have the hole in the middle and it was just one board. Mm -hmm. Like I was trying to reach and I almost reached my hand to the other side. I had to like catch myself. Cause like reflex wise, I like yeah. was like reaching to the other side to grab a hold. And I'm like, wait, no, I can't do that. Like, what am I doing? Um, but I did, I did use like the, the vertical ones that you're allowed to use, like the corners, but it didn't, didn't matter. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the pen? Like, what's your stance on the penalty loop situation? Cause I know I probably lost that penalty loop. Wasn't easy. You know, it was probably quarter mile or, or so I probably lost a good two, three minutes, which is about how much I would lose burpee wise. Um, probably not quite as much fatigue as you would lose on 30 burpees, but, uh, I personally like the penalty loops. I'm curious how you feel. Well, after having actually done it and, and I think that the loops and I, and believe me, I did many of them this weekend, <laughs> um, especially on Saturday. I think that they, they did a good job, um, of making the loops like a true penalty, uh, because I've been, at races in the past where I guess they were, maybe they were still figuring out where the penalty loop was a, a flat, like out on a back, out mm -hmm. back, where it was almost yeah. like it was rewarding you for like a tap and go and not right. even trying to obstacle this. You actually, like, you definitely felt the penalty. Like it's, it slowed you down through um, the woods, up a little hill. Yeah. Some of them were, some of them are uphill. I think some of them like Helix, I think was intended to have like a mini sandbag with it. I don't know if it actually did. Okay. Um, Luckily, I didn't have to find out. Yeah. Uh, after uh, it was beater. Yeah, beater. That one you actually like. You went through a little stream or something a few times in that loop, which was pretty damn cold. <laughs> so you did not want to yeah. go through there. Um, so, I mean, I liked it. I failed five obstacles on Saturday. I did not want to do that many burpees. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so i'll take the loop um i mean the super is supposed to be what like a little over six miles mm -hmm. um, something like that and i think with my penalties i was i was just over nine wow yeah so for so five, if anyone's yeah. making the argument that you know it's just they're just gonna run through the course well i had almost like an extra three miles on my feet to run all the loops yeah and um I think, you know, at least from a competitive standpoint, 
I feel like, and we can talk about this later, I feel like Spartan already has a bit of a cheating problem and it's <clears throat> really easy to cheat on burpees. I don't think they ever really, you know, refed it very close or very strict. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, so this is a little bit easier, especially when you're struggling for volunteers or referees. This is a little bit easier to police. Um, you can have the volunteer, you know, kind of just be like, you failed, go run the penalty loop. Or, or if they see somebody going by, be like, hey, no, sorry, you failed. You have to, you've read band, you got to go. Um, but to your point, I ran 3.7 miles on the sprint, which is supposed to be like a three mile with one penalty loop. So that's at least a quarter mile, you know, if you're looking at it. So um, I guess what we can do, since we've talked a little bit about the race, let's bust through these uh, obstacles here. Um, so it says the first obstacle was overwalls. Yep. Which, yeah, I guess that was at the top of the, the first climb. Yeah. Okay. Now I start. remember you're right. Um, next one was monkey bars, which sounds correct. Yeah. Super which is, was kind of in the same spot as you spot has been la the blast the last couple of times. Yeah. And then we jump over to super obstacles. Uh, so Eric, you can talk about this. It went six foot wall, seven foot wall, and then stairway to Sparta. Does that sound about right? That's right. And in, in uh, Stairway to Sparva was beast mode. It had uh, the rock holds. The rock holds. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I wasn't expecting <clears throat> that. Usually for super, they they just have the, the panel. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's an interesting little change up. Um, and then so spear throw was after that, which I think is correct. It was in a different spot than typical. Typically, it's right before like you go down that hill for dunk wall. But yep. this time it was earlier, um, which I was okay with. I like it. I like them switching it up a little bit. Uh, what I will say is, <clears throat> excuse me, it was at the bottom of like a, a downhill. I remember you came out of the woods and then you went down a, a grass hill, which was like super slick. So I wasn't paying attention. I was running down the hill. And then all of a sudden I look up, like I saw the water station that was just beyond um, spear throw. And I was like, oh, there's a water station. Like I was thinking in my head if I need to take water. And then I like realized to the right of me, people were throwing spears and I had to like try to like slide stop myself. I ended up about halfway down the obstacle and just took one of the, <laughs> took one of the lower spear throws. But yeah, yeah, there's yeah. usually no, no obstacle there. It's usually a, just a water station. Yeah. So, uh, so after spear throw, they had hurdles. And then inverted wall, which I believe is correct, because inverted wall was right around the spot spear usually is. Yeah, and before you come down that hill to dunk wall. Yeah. Um, so then you go down the hill, and you got rolling mud into dunk wall, into slip wall, which is kind of same as it's always been. Now it said there was a photographer at dunk wall. I don't know how Saturday was, but um, so we're recording this Monday, and photos are already up. By the way, I don't know if you saw that for both days. I saw I saw Saturday and I did not have a dunk wall on Saturday. <laughs> I, okay. He wasn't there. There wasn't a photographer there when I went through. Okay, yeah, and so Saturday. Sunday there was at the beginning, but around eight forty-five, probably about five minutes before you or I came through, uh, the photos ceased to exist. So uh, somebody was there early, and that was it. <laughs> they probably got tired of the ring, <clears throat> or their uh, camera maybe got a little wet. Um, but that's, that's pretty typical. I know you said Saturday, the water was really low. Super low. Um, of course, when I, when I got to, to roll in mud, they had just 
put the hose back <laughs> and we're flowing in nice cold water to an already already cold pool lucky you. um yeah but it, it was super low like the, the volunteers were warning us you know it's 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 shallow it's shallow and it was funny because coming down the hill you still see people like standing like at on top of the mounds like do i go in do i not like you know that hesitation and i ran in i'm like it's not even halfway up my shin <laughs> yeah i think by sunday i don't know about you i think sunday was more close to like my knees it was, still wasn't like deep but it wasn't bad yeah it was it was i mean for it was still pretty shallow. It was, yeah, and it was. Yeah. So I think Saturday first. Yeah. It was so cold. Uh, it was almost. It almost felt like you know, um, not quite to this extent, obviously. But when you did dunk wall, like when I do dunk wall, I don't know about you, but like I jump as close to the the thing as possible, and continue my momentum under it and get under it and over just to try and get through it quickly. And I remember coming up, and it felt like you know you are trying to catch your breath. Like that's how cold it was on Sunday. Similar yeah. to like Arctic Enema or Shriveled Richard, like some of those other ice bath obstacles. Obviously there was no ice in this, but I don't think there needed to be. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was already, like it. Really, already really cold. Uh, so this map then has Z wall, which is in this spot we just talked about going back up the hill the second time. And then it says there was multi-rig, which was not correct. Multi-rig was, was towards the end in its normal spot. Right. I don't know if that was like a, a plan thing and they just couldn't execute that plan or what. It would have been cool to see multi-rig a little bit earlier. Um, yeah, that would have been a, that would have been tough. Cause that would have been shortly after, after dunk. So wouldn't. Yeah. Everybody went. And, you know, and still was, but. I do know typically like from running this one years past, cause it's always again in the same spot. You come out of dunk wall, do slip wall. Usually up that hill, you can grab some of the grass to like dry your hands a little bit before Z wall, but obviously that was not going to happen this weekend. No, no. <laughs> everything was wet. Um, and then you had Atlas carry that was in the same spot. Now, like you said, this occurred Saturday and Sunday after Atlas carried where typically you go up a little bit and then across down to where uh, sandbag used to be. Um, they brought you up a hill further. And I remember very well, Thinking to myself, I don't remember doing this before. My legs are already tired. What is happening? <laughs> like, I was like, Why are we going back up? I was like, I was, you know, mentally you get into this groove where like, if you think you know what's going on and maybe it would have been better if I ran Saturday, but uh, yeah. you, you think you're done, you know what I mean? And, and you're not. And I, I get like when I, I don't know about you, but like when I'm not totally in great mountain shape and obviously this time of year, I'm not, and I haven't, run on a trail since the October version of this race. Um, my lower back starts to get sore after a while. Like I feel it in my lower back. And at that point I was feeling it in my lower back and I'm like, God damn you mountain Creek Spartan. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. Um, but then, yeah, you came back down the hill. Typically sandbag was there the last several times, but this time they had barbed wire crawl there. Yeah, that was, uh, cause you know what? Barbed wire is usually, Right after slip wall, if I remember in the past, it's before Z wall. That's where it's been before. Oh no, no, it hasn't been the last couple of times. It was, um, it was in a field, typically I think after sandbag, because that's where I was getting the poison ivy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You remember? Right. Yeah, I think it was. It yeah, it was like not long before you would go back down to like rig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. 
But that was um, the poison ivy spot. So hopefully I don't have poison ivy this year between the rain <laughs> and the different location. Maybe that's why they moved it. Maybe too many people were like, yo, I got poison ivy. Yeah, it was it was in a different spot this year. Uh, it was weird, sandbag wise. And um, Saturday, it was more more muddy. Uh, and then Sunday, I felt like it was more rocky. It I was. Watched. Yeah, it was more rocky on Sunday. And there were a lot of like trenches. Uh, at least I did on the right side, so I don't know where you went down, but yeah, on the I right really, side, there were a lot of, like, trenches. Yeah, there were. I mean, I stuck to, like, the very edge of it, so it wasn't too bad. Okay. I went down on the left, but then at the very end, it, it like, there was one trench that, like, completely filled with a puddle, so you oh, couldn't really? miss it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my plan didn't work out 100%, but. This close. Yeah. Uh, so after barbed wire, then you had sandbag, which again was in a different spot. Um, I didn't think it was terrible. It was, it was definitely easier than the previous spot because what they had, you know, they always did the, uh, like the low, the helmet, which I'm glad they didn't do. Cause I was tired of that. I lit, I was actually thinking to myself when I got to sandbag, I was like, if I had to do that helmet right now, I would hate my life. So I was very thankful that I didn't have to do, do that because yeah. this was definitely a little easier. Little this was better. I mean, there were a couple parts that were super slick, but again, that that was that was weather related, not not. Yeah, because it did have you go like straight up and then a sharp turn back down a little. Yeah. And I know at that part it was a little dicey, but yeah, like you said, because of the weather. Also, because of the weather, at least on Sunday, I don't I don't know. Maybe you can shed some light on the difference between Saturday and Sunday, if it even mattered. But I feel like Sunday they were like really heavy for typical sandbags. They were the pancake ones. Yeah. They were drenched. Yeah. I mean, they, did they feel a little lighter Saturday? Cause they sat in more rain Sunday or at that point, was it all just wet sand? Felt the same. Okay. Uh, so then after sandbag, uh, was a frame, which again was its typical location. Um, Super loose, though. I was just going to say. Super loose. Obviously, because when it get when it gets wet, it's going to be like really loose. No, I, it's not, no, no. Sometimes it's 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 like that on a on a beautiful sunny day. They don't sleep. They don't no, sleep you, that well. <laughs> you are totally correct. But there have been times I thought last year there was a race we went to that they actually did tighten it between day one and day two. I don't remember which race. They did not get to it this weekend at all. No, no, I don't know. And maybe they just didn't want to. No, like, but this, it did this rain sun. Uh, didn't it rain Saturday night? So maybe they just didn't have time to like. Yeah. Do but that. This kind of is stuff. one of the most sketchiest that I've ever seen. A frame like it was ridiculously loose. Like it actually, you did not want anybody on it near you. Um, like when I went over, I think Sunday. Some guy, he had like two feet between us, but like he slipped down it, but he pulled on the net and because it was so loose, it actually pulls me with him where if it was tight, it would have stayed in place. So it kind of like, you know, shocked me a little bit. Yep. I was not ready for that drop. Well, and like at the vertical like trusses or no, I'm sorry, the horizontal ones. <clears throat> I try always not to step on those. Uh, so I stepped on the rope below it. Uh, and then when I put my other foot on the next one above it, it tightened the rope and my foot was stuck between the rope and the bar. <laughs> so I was like, Oh shit. Like I almost like trapped myself there. And then yeah. coming back down, I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. But what I didn't realize is there were two guys at the bottom finishing up, making it a little tighter than it was. As mm -hmm. soon as they got off, I sunk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
depths of the A-frame. Yeah, A-frame was wild. Awful. Uh, so then came, at least for you on Saturday, the second split for the Super. So you had Twister, Beater, and Bender all in a row. Does that sound right? Yep, and those were, if you, I mean, if you ran it last year, they were in the exact same spots. Yes, I remember from the Beast then. Okay, yep. Uh, was Twister two sections? I didn't even make it to the second section, so I didn't even <laughs> like there was a third one. <laughs> I, I feel like it was. I feel like it was two. Okay, uh, and then you had Olympus and the Box before rejoining the sprint course. Yes, those that is a tough time. stretch of obstacles. Yeah, but and again, it, I, I think that is how it was last year, right? It was, but if you look at, I don't remember them being so spread out. Yeah, because on the map it has uh, what's eighteen and nineteen. That was Twister and Beater, which again is is correct because that was in the same spot. That was before mile four, uh, and they, it has listed that Bender, Olympus, and the Box were all like just shy of mile five, so almost a mile apart in those obstacles. Which I don't know if I remember that either from last year. Yeah, that that's that's what I this this super loop, the second one. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were more spread out than they were in the past. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because I I do think the box and yeah, I think the box was towards the end. Like order wise, I think it's pretty much right. Like I think the box was towards the end, but I I don't think Bender and Olympus were like that far away from beater. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, you rejoined with Helix, which same spot. Uh, so then it has bucket carry as the next obstacle, but really it was the rig, which we talked about, had the bar, which we both liked. Then was the bucket carry, which is in the same spot. But by the time I got there Sunday, you didn't have to carry a bucket. It was same on Saturday. Going up the hill and coming back down because it was so, it was like a mudslide, honestly. I mean, you could have gone sledding down it if you really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I did see some videos, though, of people carrying buckets. So they shut that down. You were in the 830 wave age group. So they shut down that down before you. So maybe it was just like elites had to do the bucket. Yeah. On Sunday, the elites did the bucket, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, while I was warming up, they had, but it was like a super, super short loop. They didn't do the whole thing that we were just ran. Walking. Through. Okay. Yeah. They, they, you say ran, but yeah, <laughs> <you mean walk. laughs> um, they taped it off and then I, I they must have done it like the first five guys who came through or the first five, whatever. I don't know what their method was to determine who where does elite end and AG Cooper start, you know, um, but they they took it out for AG. Hmm. OK, and open. And then was uh, rope climb and her same spots, vertical cargo, same spot, fire jump, same spot and then finish line. Um. What I will say is, and I'm not going to name names. It wasn't Eric. Don't worry. Actually, I don't know his name, so that's why I'm not going to name names. Uh, When I was on the court. So I I have a small complaint about age group stuff, and I feel like it's it's been something you and I have complained about. And even like Lindsay, I think we've talked about it. Um, And I just feel like it's getting worse, not better. And that is like the... Uh, how do I word this? The like, uh, like people like actually 
not cheating. And not only that, but like Spartan actually trying to prevent cheating, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the word is on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it, but uh, the like, like not legacy. I don't know. I'll try to think of it. But so uh, one thing, somebody who had literally just passed me on sandbag got to the bin threw his sandbag down, but it didn't land in the bin. And typically I think the volunteer that's there is supposed to enforce that to make sure it goes back in the bin. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, volunteer didn't say anything. I wasn't going to say anything. Cause I'm like, whatever, like that's kind of ticky tacky to complain about. I'll admit, but again, didn't say, nobody said anything. Uh, I think actually not even for like, time factor obviously he probably didn't really save much time by just missing it by like an inch but i just feel like it's the nice thing to do <laughs> to put it right back in, put it back in the bin uh so i was like whatever like maybe like he'd probably be if, if this was for like a podium and i knew at that point i wasn't in podium contention i was like maybe if this was for a podium i would potentially think about saying something but uh so anyway same guy is in front of me like he was just in front of me pretty much the rest of the way um, and then we got to Herkoist and I went to the opposite side that he was on. I, and this is something I recommend if anybody's running competitive, especially if it's wet, I like felt the first rope and like started leaning back to see how easily it moved. And it did not move easily. It actually didn't move at all. So I like let that one go. I went to the next one and did the same thing. And that one started coming off the ground. So I was like, all right, this is the one. So I got that one and it was still heavy, but I, I got that one, you know, to the top and I look over to where he was. And at that point, I didn't know if he was in my age group or not. It actually turned out he was in the age group below us. So it didn't matter. But I look over and his is only like, I'm almost at the top. His is about halfway. And he started before me. So I'm like, all right, he picked a heavy one, obviously. And I finish mine and I'm like slowly lowering it, you know, to make sure I don't drop it. And I hear slam mm. and i look over and he's like coming off the hercoise because he slammed it down the ref is standing five yards to his left or volunteer whoever didn't say anything number one i i actually don't even think the guy got it to the top you know what i mean like if i was almost at the top and he was like halfway I'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not buying that he actually like got it the rest of the way i think he was just like, regardless screw. though if he drops in lets it slam that's right but I, I i think he was like screw it i'm just gonna let it drop and then the guy next to him also dropped it i heard like i heard another slam again ref or whoever didn't say anything i was already out at this point like out into the final little i think there's like a little bridge do you remember that wooden bridge yeah a little platform up, for the extra up, mile yeah. yeah so at that point i like once I got over that, I took a quick glance over my shoulder and I noticed somebody that looked like him was behind me. And I'm like, oh, because I wanted to see if he did the penalty loop. You know what I mean? If you slam it and do the penalty loop, fine. Uh, but he didn't. Uh, luckily, he wasn't like he must have been out of breath or something because he still wasn't able to like catch up. Um, but I was like ready to say something if he passed me and be like, oh, I'm surprised they let you go with that slam of a a hercoise. So I, I think that's an easy thing to like call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's and, no denying that. Yeah. And like, I, so I don't know why the, I don't know if that's like a Spartan thing, if it's a volunteer thing, whatever, but like 
integrity is the word I was trying to think of earlier. Mm. I feel like the integrity of the competitive races is really starting to like go on a downward slope. And I kind of wanted to get your opinion on that because you also run competitively. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's definitely a hot topic if you're like in the, uh, like in the different like Northeast and Southern Spartan groups or whatever they have on Facebook. Um, I'm not. So I'm actually curious about that. Yeah. I mean, there was posts even recently as this weekend, you know, um, one racer was like, is it, is it mean if I called out other age group racers for uh, either, I think it was either, either they, they skipped the loop entirely or they cut it short. Cause most of them are like a loop, but then there's parts where they kind of cross right back to each other. So you could easily yeah. cut to the other side. If it's always around, says yeah. Anything. And, um, and to be honest, like, like spear on Saturday, didn't have a ref or volunteer. There was no volunteer there. Or really? They, there was. <laughs> I did not. I could not notice them. Um, that's one of the, I feel like, more important obstacles to have that. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a lot of people have taken the, well, I'm not going to podium, so it doesn't really matter. Let me mm-hmm. run my own race, which fine. That That's, well, that's why we have open. Go run open. Yeah. That's totally. why we have open. If you, if you want to run your race and, you know, do what you can fine um but yeah there's there's definitely the frequency of which you see things mm-hmm. is is more i feel and and i would say too um i don't know how many ran on saturday but when i looked i thought and i could be wrong maybe i should check this before i say anything but i thought i only saw that there were five elite men in the elite wave on sunday and i Maybe, uh, maybe I should well, double check while we're talking. But like, check, I think the results will only show you the initial five if you don't expand it. Uh, you could be right. You could be right. But I do know the elite waves have been getting, but, they, but they're very small, thinner. They're very small. And part of that is because they gated them. You know what I mean? But I, I and again, you and I have feel like we've talked about this off air before, but. I feel like there's a lot of people who could and should bump up to age group or I mean, sorry, to elite and for whatever reason, choose not to. And I think that also really hurts like the competitiveness of age group. Oh, for sure. There's, there's definitely some elite level um, athletes that tend to stay more in an age group. Um, I've seen, and again, I'm not gonna say names, but I've seen some, you know, dabble into elite. Yeah. They don't hit podium their first few races. So they come back. Okay. I lied. Where, where they, know that they can, they can do it. Yeah. There were 15. I, I lied, <laughs> but here's, here's my thing. If you, and like, I don't know if Spartan would need to like incentivize elite a little bit more. I feel like if your time was near the top five elite time, you should not be running an age group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like simple as that. God, you're going to say something. No, I just, if they, I mean, I don't think there's, there's really payouts anymore for the elite races, right? Just the, the 3k national series, I think. Oh, really? Okay. I'm, I, I mean, I could be, I could be wrong. Or if there are payouts, I'm sure uh, either they're, they're much smaller than what they used to be or, Maybe they're not even receiving what they earn. That's a whole other story. Um, 
but I think if it was more incentivized, right. you know, like, why am I going to pay an application fee <laughs> to go bump up to another right. category? What do I get out of it? I mean, right. No, that's, that's true. I think they should throw like for the top five, at least a free race or something. Right. Incentives. Yeah. Can I, can I make a point here? Um, so if I ran an elite with my time and typically, I, I don't know if I can say the same for this race, but most of the time you will run faster in elite than you will in age group, just because course conditions, amount of people on the course, all that kind of stuff. Um, my time for age group would have finished 10th overall in elite. Mm. I finished seventh in our age group. Yep. So like, I feel like that's a problem No. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that is a real problem. So let me, and I'm not going to like say names or anything if anyone wants to look, and I'm just looking at Sunday. So fifth place elite was 51 minutes and 46 seconds. Okay. Fifth place age group. Like if you look at, um, oh, it's not giving me overall age group, is it? Oh, wait, here you go. Uh, fifth place overall age group was 47.59. You had a bunch of guys running age group running sub 48 times. If you ran sub 48 in elite, you would have finished fourth place. I feel like you should be an elite, no? Like, let's get elite a little more competitive. But but there's really no real incentive to age group other than a medal. So I think just some people really only care about getting that medal as much times as possible. and The medal, the recognition, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I was running and like consistently or multiple times and like i don't i'm not trying to like come off as like bitter because i'm not putting like I, I honestly don't care like i've gotten one before and that was good enough for me i just like running against people um like with similar you know what i mean like similar like i i purposely don't run elite because i know i'm not that fast right so, like, I want to also run against people who are not fast enough to run elite. So, you know, I actually am starting to think next time I hit a top five uh, that I might just start running elite. Like, once you qualify, maybe just start running elite because, like, who who cares at that point? Like, at least you're getting better course conditions. You're getting done earlier. Uh, you do have to start a little earlier, but, like, well, why not? Yeah. Well, that, and if you're if – you're start running with the faster guys, it's, you're going to push yourself harder. Too. Correct. Yeah. Your times are definitely going to, I'm telling you, if you run age group compared to elite again, this, this weekend might be the exception just because of course conditions, but typically on like a, a decent weekend, uh, your times will probably be close to a minute faster. I would think at a minimum. And I know for a fact, you and I who go off last and we both definitely did this this past weekend. We're passing people from the earlier age groups uh, who maybe just got out just to start earlier or whatever. And that's just extra people on the course that you don't have to usually worry about. Yep. And personally, you, you actually have a chance to get more photos, which if you're like an Instagram person is actually better because you get those race highlight photos, which are better quality and everything like that. Cause they only take those, I think for the elite wave. I don't think they do that for later ones. Typically, if you're lucky, you, you might, you might, catch them wandering around and they'll snap a photo of you 
right but at least get a lot of the like the really cool pictures like on on different obstacles so like they'll have them on twister totally know, we, we normally don't get pictures on yeah so i'll get off my soapbox i just had to get that <laughs> off my chest I feel, I feel like i feel like we've have talked about this a little bit uh i don't know if we've ever talked about it on air but i just feel like it's getting worse not better like the integrity of age group waves are getting worse not better especially with this whole like referee volunteer issue where like things are just not getting enforced. So not only do you have people who probably shouldn't even be running age group, you have other people who aren't running it correctly, you know, just because you make them check that little box when they register saying, you know, I will abide by the competitive rules or whatever the heck it says, doesn't mean that they do it. So Uh, I know Spartan has had a volunteer problem of late. So maybe that'll start getting better. I don't know. Again, maybe it's all about incentives, man. If, if people are incentivized, they'll do stuff. Yeah, for sure. Whether it's run elite or volunteer to punish those who try to cheat. <laughs> um, so I guess, uh, oh, let's quickly talk about festival and parking. That was the same as every other time, basically, other than it being extra muddy. Um, this is one of those venues, and I know you'll agree with me, worth it to get VIP. Every time. Yes. Every single time. This is a shuttle location. So that means if you do general parking, you take a shuttle bus over. It's worth the $25. Trust me. Especially this weekend where it was wet, raining, cold. Yes. I don't want to sit in a, in, in a bus and I don't want to sit in somebody else's mess. Yeah. That was just on there before me. Uh, get me right to my car. Let me change. You don't, me you, don't know if it, you don't know if you're sitting in mud or shit. Right. It's, it's not good. <laughs> right. And like your stuff is right there. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's totally worth it. hundred percent. Uh, I will say festival wise again, it just wasn't as crowded as usual because it was a mess. A total yeah, mess. I mean, I was it was just... super muddy and, and it, right where they put all the, like the vendors and stuff. So yeah. After the race, you don't care. But before the race, I know like, this is like a thing that it doesn't annoy me. I mean, I know a lot of things annoy me. This, ep- this episode, everybody's probably like, wow, Adam's in a bed. <laughs> um, but when people are like, when I'm trying to like not walk right through the thick mud before the race and people are like, Oh, we're going to get muddy anyway. And I'm like, yes. However, I'd like to delay that as long as possible and not be like walking up to the start line covered in mud and with my shoes already caked. And again, it didn't matter because by the first mile, my shoes were caked in mud anyway. But I will say I do like that bag check is now included and not only that, I don't know about you, but when I went to bag check, they had those plastic bags that you could put over your bag to help keep it a little drier in case mm-hmm. it rained. Didn't end up raining Sunday while we were out on the course. It did later, but um, I still used it anyway, just in case. And that is a nice little extra thing that Spartan did, which I appreciate. And I'm sure a lot of other people did. Uh, any other thoughts on festival parking, anything like that? No, I mean it was pretty much the same as it's uh, as it's always been. Uh, I didn't really take a look around uh, the festival except for the very edge <laughs> near the <laughs> hill near Merch. Uh, you know where I think it was like uh, Athletic Brewing was there. I think I saw Rain, um, and I think there were a couple other things, but I, I was <laughs> I wasn't going you know, after the race. Yeah, I didn't even like. I think when I was warming up, I kind of like ran by some stuff, but didn't notice anything. And I don't even know if they were like open. I totally missed rain, man. I love rain. And like, yeah, they were there. You're welcome for the free publicity, I guess. But 
Uh, I know they're usually at like mutters and I always make sure to get at least like a can or two of that. Uh, it's probably, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's good for you or anything, but I like love that stuff. And I totally missed it. And I was bummed. I saw it on Instagram later. I was like, no, <laughs> no, I missed my, my, my opportunity. Yeah. I did walk away with two fit aids though. So yes. Always a win. Uh, and I will say though, this festival area is very spectator friendly. Uh, if you decide yes. to, to uh, make your way through the mud, like you can see a good handful of obstacles. Yeah. Um, you can see Herc, Rope. Well, you see dunk wall, like you see rolling mud and dunk wall coming down. And on a drier day, you really could walk up to Z wall if you wanted to, mm -hmm. to catch that. But yeah, and then you can walk up to Rig if you want, see Bucket, mm -hmm. Rope, Herc. The kids, the kids race is, is off to the left a little bit, so, but you can see you can see them going off too. So yeah, there are some races where you really only see like just the finish line. They're just yeah. that's what they have to work with. So this, you actually can see stuff if you're hanging around or whatever. Totally agree. Yeah, I agree. But this is a good festival. Um, I forget it's been a while since we've done a race review podcast and I know we usually give ratings. I totally forget what categories we do, but I'm going to try and remember and just make it up if it doesn't work out. Uh, so let's go with course and course layout. What would you give it out of 10? Not factoring in the weather. Yeah, um, I think I feel like the weather is a, <laughs> not their yeah. fault. I, I mean, I, I feel like if it was <laughs> any other day, I probably would have had a much better time. Uh, like I would have enjoyed it more. Um, right. I would say between it, like a seven. Okay. I think I would give it an eight. Um, I like that they kept the pipe on there and maybe if it wasn't raining, they would have taken it off. Um, I like that they did change a little bit. I don't like that. They added an extra hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, like, I mean, I feel like they could change it a little more. I I'm actually kind of curious if one of these years they can totally like flip it on us and just like make it totally different or just reverse it. Like re make where the finish, the start, it, you know, start, finish, finish, start, vice versa. That would be kind of interesting. Uh, I feel like it it has been the same a lot, you know, same same general path that you take. Mm -hmm. uh, so if they were to switch it up, I'm sure people would complain. Maybe even me. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it, it's nice to like. Sometimes it's nice to know what you're getting yourself into, but sometimes it's nice to, you know, make it almost like it's a new race. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, all right, let's go with festival area and parking and all that kind of stuff i mean parking with parking if you're i did i did vip so that's a 10. okay but, well if, if you, you don't do, do but you have to do vip so yeah if you don't do vip it's probably not going to be that high of a number it's like a six if you don't uh, i i will I automatically know. give a low score to anything that is a shuttle i hate shuttles uh, i avoid it can't do it so yeah it, it I'll give it a six only because it makes you get VIP. <laughs> sure. Um, although we could have almost walked from our Airbnb, but we're not telling people where it is because we want to be able to book it for next year. Uh, maybe even the fall. Um, and then finally location. I probably location, you know, it factor into yeah. yeah, make sure you factor in Paisano's pizza. Good shout out. Really good. 
Um, <laughs> although, no, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> I'll say for location, uh, I feel like it's like a like a six, to be honest. Okay. Um, Is that because of the hotel situation? And uh, and I'll say that there's not much around there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some like Airbnbs you can you can get, but if you're looking to stay at like a hotel, you're looking at 40, 45 minutes out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like and, one quality in, but that probably books really fast. Yeah, and and your and your food options are pretty much like Chinese food and pizza. Yep. Um, now I will I'm say sure. we have discovered a few more places to get Chinese and pizza. I know the first couple times we went, we kept going to the same spot and I was a little underwhelmed, but we found a couple better places this time around. I went to three <laughs> <laughs> this weekend. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I would give it like a seven. Um, there are good Airbnbs, but you know, I like places where you can find like a, you have a lot of hotel options and you just don't have that. And like you said that, you know, other than that little town of Vernon township or whatever, the town is called i don't even know um there's not a lot to do or see or find or eat um last year we stayed in warwick which is a cool little town but that's even like 15 20 minutes away uh so yeah it's just location wise i mean i'm sure they can only do so much but yeah probably give it about a seven but overall i would probably still give it a seven or an eight like i i keep going back like i'm not going to stop going so yeah you know, mountain courses are always fun and challenging too. At, on top of that, yeah, I mean, I, I've done Mountain Creek every single time it's been there since I started. Twice, twice a year. <laughs> twice a year. I mean, I've I've ran this in a in a nor'easter <laughs> through thunderstorms through probably multiple nor'easters. Probably multiple nor'easters. It's never good weather there. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like rarely ever good weather. I mean, we've been there when it's been so cold. They closed Dunkwall. Yeah, like, they're doing yep. something the right because we still. Yeah, at least, hey, at least in, uh, I know they used to have it in November. At least they bumped it up to October to make it a little bit warmer for everybody. Mm -hmm. So um, if you are interested in going to Mountain Creek, I know, was it an Ultra Fecta weekend this fall? This fall and uh, Spartan just posted today, the spring next next year, 2024, is going to be an Ultra Fecta as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I was curious why they did the Super Sprint weekend instead of like throwing at least a beast in there this is the first time there's been no beast uh option whatsoever um at this time of year at at mount Mm. creek and and i think they got a lot of negative feedback about that um well saturday's turnout was really low yeah i mean i can understand i mean kind of i if there was an ultra i probably would have signed up for it and i would have probably regretted it (laughs) (laughs) you definitely would have regretted it but i mean i couldn't i can understand because you need to have staff and volunteers out there both earlier and later in the day so if you're looking to cut back a little bit okay cut out the ultra but i was surprised that they didn't just at least keep the beast option in there that's true just made it a super sprint yeah that is true um yeah so ultra effect the weekend now i will say i think on the ultra effect the weekend there is no competitive sprint i think they did away with that right right that is still thing no competitive sprints on trifecta weekends and we both experienced the reason we, why <laughs> we know why if you want to know why i'm pretty sure i talked about it on our our review of it was go back to fall of 2021 mountain creek and look for the mountain creek one i forget exactly what it was called uh but yeah it was a shit show yeah 
happened to be my only podium and maybe that's why they retired it. <laughs> I was like if Adam podiumed, it's it's probably a it. fallacy. <laughs> probably wasn't uh probably doesn't count. I'm trying to see if I can find actually the exact name of it. I'm like right, it's on the tip of my tongue and this makes for really good podcasting uh spartan race new jersey tri-state trifecta october of 2021 go listen to that and find out why <laughs> they no longer do uh competitive sprints when there's a super in the morning uh but uh eric any final thoughts before we wrap up no just i am all set with that wet rain mud and of course the next the next day like yes uh today today it's beautiful out <laughs> it's been a weekend yeah clear blue skies yep sunny <laughs> nice I, even even friday wouldn't have been too bad that was it was pretty mild on friday it's just like but you you know that's the spring get. man like it's nice weekdays and crappy weekends and uh i will say uh my final thought um because this was again our first race I thought the medals were okay. I didn't really, they didn't really jump out to me. I didn't even actually really even take much of a look at it. Like it didn't catch my eye. I'll have to take a closer look at it maybe. Um, but I do really like the shirts. I like the shirt design this year. Really? I don't Yeah. Know. <laughs> oh man. I think I just like the, it's a little more like, I mean, it's an improvement, but right. Maybe that's it. Cause last year was just, there was so much going on. I, I like that. They wanted to do something different for each like distance, but the shirts were so busy. Like, well, it it looked like they just like all right, super shirt, and then it's like threw a bunch of stuff. Yeah, on the right, floor. they're like, like hey, right, print that. <laughs> here's a clip art of a bird. Let's put that in there. Yeah. Oh, this is some Greek letters. Throw that in there too. Like this is definitely more like the front of it. Um, you know, maybe I'll try and post a picture on our social media or something. The front of it, it's it's just right in that upper left hand corner. It looks like very condensed. It's clean. It, it's not like super busy. And then the back does its normal thing of, you know, saying like trifecta qualifier or whatever it is nice and loud, but uh, yeah, improvement is a good word. Uh, I think my favorites, you know, they did away with like that, like polyester dry fit material. I think those are still kind of like my favorites when they used to do that, but what are you going to do? Shirt's a shirt. I'm going to have like five of these things sitting in my drawer and they're all going to be the same. And eventually I'm going to cut the sleeves off of one of them and, probably donate the rest. So that's just, that's just life because next year we'll have new ones. Mm -hmm. And thus is the OCR circle of life. So, uh, Eric, thank you for joining me and thank you for suffering through the weekend so that everybody could hear how miserable of a time you had. Oh, man. And, but, <laughs> but, but reassuring everybody that you'll be back in the fall. Oh yeah. I think ultra all the way. Again, the, Life cycle of an OCR athlete. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Miserable. Why I do this? Sign me up for the next one. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like getting a tattoo. You're like, this sucks. It hurts. And then a week later, you're like, all right, when's the next one? Right. It's just, it's just what it is. Uh, so anyway, that'll do it for this episode. Again, thank you to Eric. Uh, check us out on social media. I will put links just right below in the description here. We don't have an obstacle video uh, this time around because I wasn't able to make it up Saturday for the super. That's when I was going to do it. Didn't happen. Uh, but um, we do have other obstacle videos on there and actually upcoming in June, Eric will also be here. We're going to Bethel, New York, back to the site of Woodstock, mm -hmm. which 
I we do have an obstacle video for from a couple of years ago. So if you're going to do that race and you're in the area, make sure you go to our YouTube page and watch that. And we're going to be there both days. So there's a really good chance we'll have an obstacle video from this one at least. And maybe Eric will join us for the uh, podcast of that one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You'll have to tune in to find out. Uh, but that'll do it for this episode. Eric, again, thanks for joining me. And we will see you on the next episode.